This is CliffCentral.com. Welcome to the good life. Oh. You're tuned in to Living It Up with me, Lerato Shabala. We are up and live every Thursday from 12 until 1 here on cliffcentral.com. Hey everybody, how are you? We are now totally in Feb. Uh, Feb is always such a weird month. It's my birthday month, but I also think most people are broker than they've ever been in February. <laughs> I think like, I think, I think it's, it's, it's a little bit worse than, it's a little bit worse than Jan in my mind. Anyway, uh, hey everybody, welcome to, uh, Living It Up With Me, Lerato Shabala. We're live on Cliff Central every Thursday from 12 until 1. Remember, you can download this podcast no matter where you are in the world, whether you're in Lagos, New York City, or indeed Joe Berg. I'm excited about, uh, today's show because, um, uh, me and this individual <laughs> go ways, ways, ways back. And every year we used to be very good at it and then we got really busy, but every year like, we're going to meet over for lunch. We're going to meet for lunch. And then finally we're getting together because of work. So also we're talking about one of my favorite things, which is, uh, fashion. Last week I was with, uh, my friend Mahadi Itzwing talking food. If you didn't, uh, hear that podcast, please go and download it on cliffcentral.com or go to a, Facebook page, which is Living It Up With Me, Lerato Shabalala, and you'll get to see my guests and who I'm talking to. Today, I have a fashion editor, uh, a fashion stylist, a freelancer, a mama, <laughs> and one of the most wonderful people I've ever met in my life. Mpumi Sinkoso, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. It's long overdue, but <laughs> exactly. totally happy to be here. Exactly, exactly. So I know we're going to talk about all kinds of things like trends, etc. But um, I thought first, let's talk a little bit about you. You were, you brought me probably my favorite cover last year. Um it's very hard for me to be pleased with uh, <laughs> with magazine covers, but I wanted to talk about um, that gorgeous, gorgeous cover you shot with Vita Lamini with Mama uh, Esther Matlang. What was it, what was that like? Gosh, Mama Esther is amazing. Mama Esther is a legend. Um, I think what was so amazing about it is that it was finally it was an opportunity to celebrate. Someone before I think we tend to celebrate people When they've passed away yes, You know what exactly. I mean And she was still here And she's made such a difference In terms of um, pr- How do I say Promoting what African culture is um, exactly. And keeping that leg- Living legacy mm-hmm. um, So she's still around So why not celebrate somebody While they're around mm-hmm. um, And also going out of The normal context Of what a cover girl should be Exactly um, And us saying This is what our cover girl should be and our cover woman should be and for X, Y, and Z. And I think she's pushed the boundaries in so many ways. Um, yeah, it was just amazing to be in her presence and to shoot that cover. I think, I think you mentioned such a, a, a good point because magazines are known for having a certain type of woman. She's got to be light. She's got to have long, flowy, a long, flowy weave, uh, be generally skinny. And I think, uh, over the past couple of years, we've seen publishers and editors Begin to understand that there are all kinds of women mm. in the world, and they should be 
all, all sorts of representation. So when you're styling somebody like her, well, I mean, she styles herself really well. I mean, she is dope. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, what do you bring when you are styling somebody who's got such a, a, a clear sense of, of aesthetic who of who is. she is? Um, I think it's, not to remove her from who she is, yeah. but to enhance basically in terms of the type of shots we want to go for, in terms of the close-ups, in terms of the mood we want to go for, and then also injecting a little bit of something that's urban and current so that mm. also our generation, our younger generation can still relate to her, which is why we start, we, we added some Dolce and Gabbana shades in one mm. of the shots and we added some Stan Smiths in some of the shots. Yeah. Like she can, the two aesthetics can still work together. So exactly. I think I also wanted to showcase that we can wear who we are, but still be relevant in what's going on today. Exactly. Cause I feel like one of the things that irritates me is that traditional African garb is seen as costumey. Yeah. You know, like, you're going to for heritage event. day. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> and the truth of the matter is that you should be able to marry the two all the time into your everyday life, and I think that's what that shoot did. It kind of brought it to the fore. And what was it like having Victor? I mean, I actually need to interview him one of these days. What was that like? Victor is—he's a character. He's awesome. Um, he has a vision. Um, yeah, he sees things that I don't see. I don't know. He just knows how to capture somebody's essence. Yeah, truly in their essence. And when you see his his portraiture afterwards, you're like, wow, you were able to capture that person. And spirit. So working yeah. with him is always amazing. He's he's great, and he shot the cover of my book. I think I've said that. Yeah, almost everybody knows. And what I like about him is that he's committed to seeing you. Yeah. So there's very little, you know, people with longer necks and yeah. white white eyes. Yeah. And where you're just like, who yeah. is this? You yeah. know, he's able to to be real, but also so show the most beautiful part yeah. of, uh, of you. Of you. Uh, so throughout the years, so that was destiny, obviously. But throughout the years, you. You know, we've also worked together. You've done True Love and, and different magazines. And I want to talk about how you become uh, a fashion editor. But before we get there, what are you doing now? So it's not just about you coming in as talking trends. And you, you're, you're going to be a repeat guest, but let me tell you, by the way. <laughs> let me sensitize you to this right now. <laughs> um, what, what are you up to now? Um, right now I'm freelancing, so I'm working on various projects. Um, I'm working in a bit of TV, mm-hmm. um, and then I work with individual clients. So if people call me in, um, they want a wardrobe revamp or they're doing a personal shoot, um, then I'm available for okay. that. I'm also working a lot with youth. Okay. Um, I've realized that there's a huge gap in the market in terms of people speaking to them authentically mm. as African youth. Um, so I'm working with two young girls on that on a platform named Blackboard Africa. But in terms of fashion, I felt that if we start speaking, being um, individualistic and being true to yourself, even via fashion, mm. that young people will learn not to always copy American trends, but to set our own trends as Africans. Exactly. So I'm trying to push that narrative in a in a huge way. So that's what I've been busy with a lot. I mean, I saw uh, Amonga um, at Afropunk when I saw the pictures on your Instagram page, and she looked Amazing. Thank you. It was age appropriate, yeah. which is really, really important because I, I worry about young girls being too sexy. Mm. Cause you I feel like they are. You're young. You're young. You, don't, yeah. you don't even understand your body. Yeah. You can't even be you know, confident in it because you haven't walked in it yeah. long enough. And yeah. I think what she wore was beautiful for her age, but also, you know, classy. Yeah. And, and obviously, I, 
that was you helping influence yeah. her, right? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, I think it's exactly that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a thin line between being sexy and how to dress at 16 years old and a girl in this country and the day-to-day things that girls have to deal with. You know exactly. what I mean? So you do have to be conscious of that. Yeah. But also being able to show, hey, this is what African flavor is about. Exactly. And, I mean, the world was astonished by the pictures that came out of Afropunk exactly. and the trends that actually came out of this continent. Mm. So we we are the trend centers. I mean, yeah. I'm thinking last um, this week when Rihanna was on stage dancing the Guaracara, like people are looking to us exactly. and I really wish that we would understand the the influence that we have in this world. Yeah, and the power that we have. The power that we have. It, it is within us. It's not it it's really is. from some ex- external uh, otherworldly place. It's, it's here. It's here. You know what I mean? It's here. So I will give on Bumi's uh, details later if you are somebody who's looking for a stylist, you are looking for a closet revamp, um, etc. She's, she's somebody um, that that I, I, whose style I admire a lot, not just because she's my friend. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being very open about the fact that I'm inviting my friends. One of the things I, I discovered in Pumi is that we all know each other, but we very rarely uh, um, interview each other. Yeah. We've sort of struggled together in this media industry. <laughs> and we're not going to tell you the secrets, people. That's like when we're having <laughs> one somewhere, not here. But I, I wanted to profile a lot of the people that I know who are great, who are Maya, and you are certainly one of them. Thank you so much. So, somebody listening, I mean, they're thinking, by the way, you can download this podcast on cliffcentral.com live and direct every Thursday from 12 until 1 with me. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me at TJ on Instagram and on Twitter. So, somebody listening, how do you become a fashion editor? What was your route? What was your, how did you, how did you get to become uh, a fashion editor? Um, fashion has always been in my blood, but I come from a parent, a family of academia. So everybody went to school, masters, PhDs, blah blah blah. So when they were like fashion, they were like, no, oh like that's not gonna so get you, you far. in life. So that's you, not gonna happen. you went the other. I way. went a long route around. <laughs> I studied political science for like two years. I studied marketing, and then from then I finally um, convinced the parents that this is still what I want to do, mm. and I ended up at Lysoft. So I studied mm. fashion design. At Lysoff for three years, and then from there, I immediately jumped into an internship at Elle magazine. Okay, um, I realized that I liked clothes, I liked getting people dressed, but I didn't really want to make them myself. Because okay. um, that's what I was going to ask you. How did you know that you were not meant to be a designer? Yeah, like I didn't like the pattern making. I didn't like. I tried to make stuff for people. I just, I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah. But I liked finding stuff and putting them together and putting it on people. Yeah. Um. So I was at L Magazine for a couple of months, and then an opening opened up at Marie Claire, mm. where I was then the fashion assistant. I worked at Marie Claire for some time. Then I moved over to True Love, where I was mm. also a fashion assistant. Then I was the fashion editor at True Love. Yeah. I did um, some Amazing work there. Amazing work Um, And then I left magazines for a while And I did a lot of TV stuff And billboards and commercial stuff And then I ended back into magazines At Ndalo Media with with Destiny Where I was the fashion and lifestyle director So yeah, I've done a a lot of different stuff But how to become a fashion editor I would say it's it's not really about education But it's about an eye Mm. Um, It's being able to spot different things But 
put them together on a human body, no matter what shape or size that you are given. Exactly, because the limitation for me, how I judge a good fashion editor is somebody who can dress anybody. 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 I think if you need a person to be model size to dress them, you then have a you, problem. Yeah, then style. you really don't understand yeah. clothing or styling. Exactly, exactly. Um, so, I mean, I'll, I'll ask you about your proudest moments, shoots that you enjoyed and people that you've enjoyed working with. But a lot of people then hear that and they imagine you sitting around looking at clothes all day, you know, <laughs> paging through magazines. <laughs> you know, they think of yeah. the devil wears Prada. Prada. People yeah. don't think of the reality. So what does a typical day in your life look like? And I'm sure there isn't a typical day. But when people think they want to become fashion stylists, what will that look like? Like an average day. Yeah, there's a lot of running around. There's a lot of picking up boxes. There's a lot of steaming and taping of shoes. And um, also trying to create a vision of somebody that people have seen on a regular, but trying to show them in a different light. Right. So it's also like research. It's also keeping up with trends, but also trying to interpret that to the the specific person that you're styling at the moment. Mm. Um, I think styling to me has always been more than just clothes, but it's also a way of telling stories. Mm. So that was my way of painting. So I'm not an artist. I can't paint, but I can tell a story via clothes and via people. Mm. Um, so for me, it's always been about that. So whenever I'm giving the subject, it's like, okay, who is this and where are they going and how have people seen them? But how can I display another side of exactly. them that people haven't seen? But yeah, day to day is a lot of running around, sourcing, put on your car spend an entire day in a mall going from store to store um yeah on set like i said steaming taping yeah it's a lot of fun but it's not as glamorous as a lot of people yeah, think that it is we uh, i interviewed somebody once uh who wanted to be a fashion assistant and they said from the jump yeah but you know what i don't i don't tape shoes i don't i just don't run around and i was like oh the door is that there, way. Because right? <laughs> you're not going to last long here. Because we all do it. Because <laughs> you think somebody's going to do it for yeah. you. I mean, even when I would attend shoots as the editor of the magazine, I would still be taping shoots. Yeah, because you're still it's taping a, them. You're working. I, I, I think this idea that... Um, you have these minions who are running around and they're gonna come and give you the clothes. It and doesn't you're work going that to way. Pick the ones you like. It's not realistic. It doesn't work At that some way. point, we all have to get our hands dirty, dirty right? Yeah. So, so what are the things that you need to be aware of? As you say, you're running from store to store to store to store, getting clothes. But you have a brief. Yeah. You know, either it's a swimsuit thing or, you know, depending on what it is that month. So how do you know, uh, where to go? I mean, there's so many shops. Like, where do you, do you, do you have shops that you know this you'll always, like, here I'll always get nice things? Or is it just about, like, experimenting and seeing where it takes Yeah, you? I think it's about, I mean, I guess depending on what brief it is. I mean, if it's suiting, you know who the best tailors are and you know immediately where to go and where to start. But I think it's what the brief is and being able to walk into different stores and say, mm. okay, I spot that. And that I can put together with whatever I got at two stores back and, and put looks together while you're sourcing. So it's also just like exhausting. Literally, you can walk in the mall at nine and walk out at five and literally spend the entire day in the mall, but you're styling while you're still sourcing. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's, I think fashion is, is the greatest form of art because we wear it. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It's like walking yeah. art. Yeah. So, so what you're doing in that time is constructing the, the, the art piece, yeah. as it were, in your mind. In your mind. You yeah. Know? It's, yeah. It's a lot of work, but it's great. <laughs> I really love it. What kind of a personality do you need to do this job? Just if you were to say the three character traits that you need to do this job, what would they be? You have to be creative. 
um, you have to be patient. Let me say. Mm. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say. If patience is not patience, there, <laughs> there's a lot of waiting around. That yeah, patience. And I think you have to be a little bit outgoing. Um, mm. Working with people. I'm such an introvert, so it's always been something that's so hard for me. <laughs> I'm super shy, and I think in turn, I've always worked with assistants that like boost that side of me because yeah. I'm just not that. But now that I'm freelance, like I've literally had to come out of my shell, like. It is what it is. Yeah, because you have to. You have the, to. You are the business. You are the business. So, so like, you have to step it up. You, exactly. gotta, you know what I mean? Exactly. We're both Pisces, and it's quite funny because people will think that, oh, you think so highly of yourself. And what they're actually misreading is just straight up shyness. Straight up shyness. <laughs> like, straight up, like, I don't even know. I really wish I could, but like, oh, let me just, like, hide yes. somewhere. But obviously, this is not the world we live in. Now, before we get into fashion, we're going to talk about fashion, but I want to put this as a disclaimer that I'm not shading anybody with what I'm about to say. But I feel that I want to ask this question because of the climate that we're in as creative people. Mm. In as much as I love social media and what it's done to highlight uh, people and what they'll, they do, everybody nowadays can write. Everybody nowadays can take a photograph Just because you dress yourself yeah. well You think you're a stylist And what it has done And I'm just going to Just real talk yeah. Is diminish what we have spent yeah. Almost two decades doing yeah. Training for Honing it Starting at the bottom Now it seems like everybody Who can put an outfit together Is a stylist, is a stylist. Now I like dressing myself, but I'm not a stylist. Yeah. I like taking photographs with my phone, but I'm not <laughs> a photographer. damn photographer. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like there's, through time, the, it, it's sort of come across as though anybody can do what you do. You do. Uh, what has been the impact of social media uh, for your your profession? I know for my profession, everybody writes a book these days. You know, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, it's just, it's... It's it's sad. I think it's very sad. Yeah. I think it yeah, it just diminishes the actual industry itself. Exactly. It diminishes what we put out there to the world. Um yeah, it's sad. And people and clients are now going for those with the most followers or right. those you know what I mean? Or those who have cheaper rates. Um and I think it's gonna it's just destabilizing everything that we're doing. Yeah. Um, I think personally for me, I, I continue to work with people who know me and my work, who have been working with me for years. Yeah. Um, so there's that bit of advantage. And I don't know, there was a time I was like, oh, I need to get top on this Instagram stuff. <laughs> exactly. I was like, but it's not me. But it's not who it's, you it's are. It's not who I am. And yeah. I would much rather my work speak for itself than yeah. me trying to be posting every day. You know what I mean? It's a hard one. It's a tough one. There's days I wake up and I'm like, I wish Instagram could just crash. <laughs> Like, I wonder what would happen. Like, if it just had, like, people, exactly. you know what I mean? Exactly. Let's see what would happen. Because what it has done is forced people to think that if you don't have X amount of followers, if you're not posting your outfit every week. Now, 
the, the thing that's important to me is that you are the one who's dressing the people. Yeah. You are not the thing. It doesn't, you know. So now is. these days, a stylist themselves must, they must like, look the part. <laughs> so like, when you think of the top fashion designers in the world, when they walk down the ramp after their collection, you look, you look pretty ordinary. Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. Whether it's Christopher Bailey. You know? Doesn't matter who it is. It's like, it's like, it's not, but it's in this world now where, you know, put me the status of people must yeah. on social yeah. media. So how do you, how do you temper that? How do you balance the being on social media? <laughs> and, I and think, yeah, for me, social media, I'm trying to learn how to use it as a business tool. Yes. Let me put it that way. So it's not about me, but it's about my work. So if that's what I want to put out there, I'm trying to use it more regularly. I'm, I'm putting my work out there. Mm. And then it's just a little bit of me, of who I am, mm. um, of my life, of the fact that I'm a mother and I'm a wife and I'm trying to balance all of that out. So I show that bit side of me yeah. here and there. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't think I'll ever get caught up in that. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I, don't I mean, know. if you think about, uh, to me, in my opinion, the greatest stylist of all time, Grace Coddington, who is the, the creative director at Vogue, yeah. you say. I think she's got like, her, have you seen her Instagram yeah. page? It's cats. Yes. It's pictures you know of cats. She's not even, she's not about but she's one of the greatest fashion storytellers of in our time, the even in yeah. the world. Yeah. And, She's not on social media. No, so not. I think we need to, as you say, you can use it as a business yeah. tool, but it is not certainly really, the end all yeah. and be all. So we're not shading anybody. We're no just shade, like, no shade, no shade, no shade, no shade. No, 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 no. <laughs> we want you guys to flourish. You must flourish. <laughs> um, so the Grammys were this week. Yes. So I thought before we start talking trends and more fashion, who are the looks that you liked? And some of the people that we refer to will put up the, the pictures on the Facebook page so people know uh, what who we're talking about. But who did you like? Who are like your top three, top five people? Top three, uh, EVE. Oh my god. EVE. I loved that suit. It's just, yeah, it was like, a mix between a little bit of masculine but like the sexy edge to it. Ooh. I think she pulled it off. I think she killed. I think she killed. Um, yeah, she's absolutely my favorite as well. Um, you saw Cardi B? I saw Cardi B. <laughs> I think they look pretty. Her and her sister look pretty. I like the whites. I wasn't blown away with... Yeah, I wasn't blown away with her look. No, because you think it's like it's the Grammys, you know? I was... It's a bit like... Sort of Princess Fiona ish yeah. for me, you know, yeah. and she's like, This is blood. You she know was, what I mean? So I thought she was gonna come with something. Like, <laughs> I and was like, Oh, mm. now you look like a a poppy there. Who else? There's also Gaga. Gaga is always dramatic, she yeah. always makes a statement. Um, yeah, I wasn't, bl- I don't think I was really super blown away by anybody this year. No, me neither. Um, um Beyonce. Bay, Bay is so touchy. I'm scared of the Bay Hive. Yeah, you see, uh, I'm, I'm afraid I'm with you on, uh, <laughs> this one. You see, here's the thing about Beyonce is that, and I love her. You know, I'm a I card, love her. I'm a card holding too. member of the Bay Hive. I really love her. But I don't know. She always gets it wrong for me. Yeah. There's always something missing. Yes. You always look at her outfit and you're, and you're like, like you're- Almost there, yeah, but you didn't. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so, so we're, we're gonna keep her in the. We like it, but dot dot dot. <laughs> but, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, don't come for us. No, please, <laughs> please, please. I love Bay. I love Bay. Uh, J Lo, uh, here she is. She's wearing this sort of. 
I don't know. She's got a great body, but she's one of those people as well. Sometimes it's wonderful, and other and times it's just it's, a mess. She's wearing this sort of pink. Uh, I, um, I haven't figured out who the designer is yet. Um, I like the neckline. I think. Yeah, the neckline is beautiful. But right? I think there's like a lot of things going on in that dress. Yeah, I also think so. It's the slit. It's the boob. It's the yeah. Train, it's the as that a looked cute. I think she looked. Yeah. I think she looked pretty. I think she looked ethereal. Um, uh, yeah. We have Big Sean Who's Big still Sean. dating Janae Aiko I see yeah. they were on holiday It's so strong <laughs> They're very strong I never thought they'd last this Me long too. To be quite honest <laughs> You're not the only one I was just like Oh man It's so nice He's wearing a velvet suit I think he looks great uh, I think he looks think brilliant he, he looked really 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 good I like I liked his style um, So we're just going through And then there's uh, Miss Janelle Monet. Uh You know she always I like her suits. I'm yeah. not feeling the hair, but yeah, she always comes through with the powerful. Yeah, suit. I must say the blonde. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not sure if it's working. not really here for it, hey? Uh, Alicia Keys, I found her a little bit boring. I, I wasn't moved by her outfit. Now let's talk. Lastly, let's talk about Chrissy Teigen. Um, she wore this silver number. You know, she's pregnant at the moment. Yeah. So, th- what did you think? I thought she looked I think this trend is coming through a lot um, okay. This whole 70s dancing queen If you saw Rihanna's dress as well yeah. It had that type of feel to it Okay. Um, yeah I think she pulled it off I think it was a bold move to do something like that While you're pregnant um, Yeah I think I, it's hard not to look like you're wrapped in tinfoil yeah, You know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> I think, You know who pulls off that look Every time it's Tracy Ellis Ross and oh I don't my know gosh. how she does it but she can wear the most glittery thing and I'm like, you look amazing. That woman, I'm surprised she's not on the on, on a huge number of best dress lists. She, she really should be. Gets it. She's she gets so it every like, time. Every single time. Every single time. Every single time. And she can do anything. That's exactly. What's... Exactly. No, I mean I think I, I think it's not for everybody. I think certain people get it right. I didn't see Sierra. So it was a year ago, but anyway, you can you can like I said later today we'll 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 post the pictures from the Grammys. Um, I use, it's funny because these days the thing that's exciting about the Grammys is the red carpet. It's not necessarily the performances, mm. believe, believe it or not. Um, so the reason why you're here as well is to talk trends for the year. So um, I'm seeing a lot of. Um, Shoulder, shoulder pads yeah. coming through. So obviously, you and I, that generation, we're our mothers. <laughs> the eighty shoulders oh, are coming yes, back hard baby. and strong, and, and I, I love they're it. Quite they're hard, hard and they're exaggerated, yeah. and they're so that's huge. That's huge. You must look out for that. Um, so, are they for everybody? Are, are there certain people who should not be wearing shoulder pads? I mean, is is there where you're like, uh, if your neck is too short, or is it just about what it is and the silhouette? I think, yeah, I think it's about the silhouette and yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, if it's a jacket, it's how it sits, whether it's a slouchy jacket or whether it's a, a tighter cloth. I think, yeah, it, I think shoulder pads, anybody can rock shoulder pads, to be quite honest with you, but the thickness and on what it's actually sitting on will vary from person to person. Yeah. So I thought maybe you could take us through some of the ones that we're going to um, see uh, this year, some of the trends we're going to see uh, this year. And I-, I want to make it clear to people that trends, what Pumi's going to read, 
she's not expecting you to go to the shop and get every single one of these things. Because here's the thing about what we do. We help people figure out what the trends are, but it's, you don't have to wear an entire trend. Yeah. Remember when neon was in and people were wearing it from head to toe. I was like, <laughs> that's not how it's supposed to Exactly. You know, so yeah, let's just run through them, but with the understanding that you can use your own interpretation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like I had said earlier, there's that whole disco vibe type of thing. So it's called like glitter extravaganza. So a lot of sequins coming through glitter. Um, it, it reminds you of like studio, what is it? Studio 54. 54. In fact, I saw uh, an image of Oprah. I think she's just shot. For, yes. She's wearing the yes. sequin dress. I'm like, yes, mama. Sequins give me are coming life. through strong. So. But I have a question for me. I want a dress. Where will I find it in South Africa? Are they... Is it going to come later on in the year or will it be, will I be able to purchase? Cause I'd love to get a glittery dress. Yes, I'm sure they're going to come through. The, yeah. the trends always trifle through on terms of all retail levels. Let me yeah. put it that way. Zara will definitely have its own interpretation. Mr. Price will have its own interpretation, whether it's via a dress, whether it's via a top. Yeah. Um, I think it'll filter through. Yeah, and I have seen Tracy as well wear some a beautiful lot of glittery, glittery stuff. stuff. Yeah, um, and then there's a lot of Cardi B. Her thing is coming through with like fluffy um, feathers. Very, yeah. Let me put it that ethereal. It's very ethereal. It's coming through. So the whites, um, but a lot of fluffiness. I don't know how to put it. <laughs> yeah. So what's interesting to me about the whole um, feathers thing? I remember a couple of years ago, some people really were three years old when this happened. But I was working. Bjork came to the Grammys dressed as a swan. Mm. You know. Mm. I remember people were like, "She is crazy. <laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> what is she doing? She looks like she's crazy." And it's funny now, you see it a lot. I think even at the Grammys last year, Beyonce wore this That's huge, huge yeah. thing with the, it had the shoulder pads we just spoke about and the, the feathers. feathers. So it's just seeing a lot of, a lot of that come through. Is it mainly, uh, skirts and tops or just sort of a variety a of A variety of stuff. So yeah. skirts, some um, jackets, overcoats, that type of right. stuff. Right. Okay. Interesting. Um, what else is coming through? There is something called night fever. Hmm, what's that? That's still also a lot of sequins and that type of stuff, but dark. So like, I saw Bay as well. She was wearing so it's like velvet, so very ah. still glam, but like the dark side, ah. if that makes sense. So it's the kind of thing where it's like black on black on black yeah. on black. Yeah, but it's different textures just, of black. Yeah, so you're wearing. Yeah, I saw she had like a velvet. Thing yeah, on. even Jay Z. Even Jay Z also had different. I'm loving his fashion. I I've got to be he honest. He stepped up, but I'm like, stepped up. Hmm. I am here for it. I am too. The suits actually suit him. They look amazing on and him. And I think men need to understand. This is such an important lesson for men to learn. When you are younger and cool, and you remember him, he used to rock. The, of course, the rock away. Yeah, exactly. The- but there's a time and a place for everything. I think you get to a stage as a guy where you need to find a good suit. Yeah. You need to you need to have a cut that works that for works you. That works for you. Yeah. Because there's nothing that looks better than a black man in a suit. Yeah. Proper suit. Mm. Mm. <laughs> this is this is so real, this life. <laughs> no, he's I'm loving his fashion at the moment. Yeah. Um and then there's red. Red is coming through. Red mm. alerts, bold, um, brights, unashamedly here, I'm here, I'm in your face. So you should look out for a lot of red that's coming through this wow. year. Wow. 
And I think a lot of people often think that um, red is about dressing up. You know, you're going to, you know, the lady in red. But actually, it's one of the, for me what I found with um, uh, red is that it can be a gorgeous color, one in one. So red, a red dress, uh, red shoes, red lipstick. Yeah. Red lipstick solves everything. It really does. Yeah, like you even if you're feeling dark, you just exactly. put on a red lip, and you're like, hi, right, right. hi. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. But it can also be an accent color. Yeah. You know, you can wear all white and wear red shoes. Or so I think it's it's all about interpretation. It's isn't all about it? interpretation. I think that's what I've always stressed about trends. Like, okay, we're seeing what's coming off of the runway, and we see what's happening in in Europe. But you also have to contextualize it to who you are and where you are. Yeah. Um. And yeah, who you are as an individual and your body shape and that type of thing. So like you're saying, sequins won't be for everyone or a certain cut of a skirt. So if right. we say like big skirts are in, it's not going to work for everyone. Yeah. So it's being able to see what's happening and choosing what's best for you and right. putting that together. Yeah. I think that's style more than anything to me. You know what I mean? Um, being to, to interpret what's going on in the world, but then making it personalize it personalizing it and saying hey that's dope okay i see the trend exactly. there but yeah you know what I because mean? that's one of the things i had to learn about fashion as well like i used to think oh i can't find things that suit me blah 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 and what i discovered is that i needed to find out what's my personal style what's your style what, what do i like yeah. what are the things that look good on me and understanding i may not be able to wear jeans all the time because you know small ways be <laughs> But skirts really work for me and dresses really work for me. So it took a while to get to, to that, get to, to, that to, to, to that point. So I wanted to go back to, um, your, your work in terms of scale. Oh, by the way, if you've just tuned in, I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation so much. I'm forgetting to remind you that you're listening to <laughs> Living It Up with me, Lerato Shabalala. We are live and direct every Thursday from 12 until 1 here on Cliff Central to see Mpumi. Uh, you can go to our Facebook page. Uh, we'll get pictures of her. Uh, I saw Mpumi has somebody who's taking pictures. <laughs> pictures must be shared. <laughs> yeah, Teddy was meant to be here to take pictures with us, but he's not here. Uh, so people can see what you look like. Uh, by the way, your social media, can we shout it out? People yes, want to listen my to you? Twitter is at Mpums, M-P-U-M-Z. And my Instagram is at M-P-U underscore M-E. So people can follow you there. I do follow her. I'll read it out for you guys later. So in terms of scale and um, creativity and a challenge, what was a shoot that you loved where you were like, this is the one that I pull out to show people what I'm made of. You can have two or three. And if you can take us through what you were shooting. Okay. Um, One that will always remain in my mind is when we did a Destiny Man cover with an artist named Nelson Makamo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I was given creative license and we did something that we had never done before. Oh, I remember that cover. You painted him. Yeah. So yeah. we literally asked him to paint himself um, as he does as an artist and his style. And I think, yeah, I think I pushed the envelope there. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, another all-time favorite of mine was when I did Ricky Rick. And we did all of this headgear on him And I think I had just returned back from traveling to Dubai And I saw how men proudly wore their traditional wear there Like they wore it to the boardroom as a pairing to putting on a suit And I was like, hey, 
let's see because African men around the continent do put on headgear and let's see how they could interpret that there and Ricky is amazing I think he's one male in this country who's willing to try anything and yeah. say hey we can make this work let's let's make a statement yeah in fact there was a cover that I liked uh, that he did uh, it's like a green cover I think it was year before last. Uh, it's it defunct GQ? now. It's defunct now. The magazine. Okay. I think it was GQ. It, might it have was been GQ. GQ. Yeah. And uh, what I love about him is that he's brave. He's brave. He's yeah. like a stylish dream. He's not gonna be like, nah, <laughs> that's not me. Like he's like, okay, all right, I trust you. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's do this. And uh, I shot another rapper. I won't say too much because I, I, then people are gonna know who I'm talking about. I shot another rapper, and I was I told him like we had like a velvet um, a jacket for him. And he was like, yeah, this doesn't have enough swag. I looked at him like, boy, Can you, you are going to wear this. Can you put and it you're on? Gonna like Can you it. put it on? And it actually turned out, it was, you know, it was on the cover, which was a great shot. But it's, it's, it's nice to work with somebody who's willing to be styled. Yeah, to be styled. Like, right? can you just let me do my thing? <laughs> exactly. And then you'll see afterwards. Exactly. So I loved working with Ricky. Who else did I love? I loved working with Lyra. I think mm. we were able to show her in a different light when mm. she was wearing that hat and she had like a red lip on and we showed her a little bit more thuggy. Um, yeah. I really, really, really loved that cover. And I I think it's a classic cover so those are the, f- the ones that stick out in my mind mm. right now um Bonang is always great to work with. Yes. She's fun. She's so professional. Like, yeah. people don't understand. When she <laughs> arrives on set, you know, B does her thing. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think one of the things I like about her as well is she loves fashion, but she understands that stylists yeah. are there to enhance yeah, her. To enhance so her. So she lets it go. She She's like, okay. Lets it go. Yeah, she also lets it go. Those are the people that I love working with. Another person I love working with is Terry Petto. Oh. I literally just did a shoot with her now. The pictures haven't come out yet, but she's also also, like she's fun and she explores so yeah. you're gonna see another side of terry that she didn't know she looks a little bit like a bad bad but you know she pulls it off because yeah. people always see her in this light and yeah those are the people that i really enjoy working with when they're like okay when we come in and do your thing nomzamo also another oh, stylish gosh. dream oh, another gosh. stylish dream i love that girl love her she also just her spirit her spirit I think. is amazing she's amazing that's why she gets all the things that she yeah, gets that's why literally. i was invited to new york Re- literally because she is solid gold. Solid gold. She really is. She really gold. is. She and she's really one of those is. people who can pull off a, a suit. Yep. But she can go from that to like a sexy low cut dress to like a tomboy thing. Like she, she's sporty. Just, she yeah, can do it all. Is, she can do it all. And those are the people that are exciting to work with because you can move across the spectrum of yeah. style and literally still pull it off with them. So who, who, it doesn't have to be a person, but, but what kind of shoot have you wanted to do but haven't had the chance to do where you're like, I would love to shoot something like this. I just haven't had the chance yet. Um, I really want to tell a story in terms of art and blackness um, mm. and interpret it so that people... I don't know how to put it. Um, there's just there's a photo series that I've been really, really want to do, mm-hmm. um, celebrating black privilege. And mm-hmm. I think we always speak of white privilege, but if we were to flip the script and say, hey, what does black privilege look like? Why mm-hmm. don't we celebrate the things 
um, that make us privileged to be black, to, to make us privileged to grow up Tosa or what made us privileged to, to grow up Zulu mm. and yeah, experiment that and, and put it into a fashion story. Mm. Um, so I'm trying to build that. I really want to exhibit this year. Um, that's my huge, huge dream. Really? Yeah, I really, so I will need to start working on that. If not by the end of this year, early next year. Invite of course. <laughs> I'm just putting of it course. out there before. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's yeah, a huge project that I would love to work on. I think I think one of the things I want people to to understand about fashion is that it's not this vacuous. And I, I think that's one of the things that makes me sad when you see people on Instagram make it be about another outfit and another outfit and another it's outfit. It's really not because it's it is complex. Yeah. If you think about the 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 messages fashion has communicated in different spheres it's been powerful you think of the black panthers mm. in america they had a clear way of dressing, of dressing which was sort of a military we will not back down this is what we look like you think of uma diba uh when he went to the rivonia trial uh when he was actually going to be put away in prison he wore full kosaka yes. when he arrived at um the magistrate court and he was also communicating something. something there. You think of Nina Simone. She always wore turbans always. for her music videos. Yeah. You you think of Miriam Makeba. Fashion, whether it's a social, political, is a, is used as a tool to communicate certain something. things. You think of Jean-Paul Gaultier and Madonna when they created that Those bustier, codes, yeah. which was basically about like women. We have these organs. They're ours. We own them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Fashion is much more than just a it's nice much outfit. It's just, just a nice outfit and a cute jacket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like exactly. it's saying a lot. Exactly. To, to the extent when you're like, okay, people came here to colonize us, they first started with our clothes. Exactly. You know what I mean? They're like, nah, you can't wear that. You guys look like savages yeah. and this is what you must wear. So it exactly. can actually change your entire mindset. So Exactly. Yeah, I think we you need to look at it in a different light. Yeah, and I, and and I and I and I'm gonna do this series each month on fashion and it'll be you and different people that I'm gonna bring in and we'll talk about different things. But I want to do that so people understand that it is a real profession. Yeah. You know, it's a real profession to be taken seriously. Please yeah, you can tell this is a bugbear. You know, it is. You're like, you have such a nice job. You just shop all day. And you're like, like really? No. Not really, guys. No, Not really. No, because when you choose to do a fashion story with women who are plus size 36, it's a challenge for the stores It's a challenge yeah. for you And then you realize The limitations Of what's in our stores You know yeah. That we need to force retailers And to, designers yeah. To cater to women Who are In fact That's not even a plus size It's a normal size It's in a this normal country. size here And, and you're like, like Why can I not find the jeans Why You know why? what I mean Why is the shirt tighter <laughs> On my arms Please people So speaking of designers Who in South Africa Designer was Designer wise excites you Somebody that you you Usually source from Or several of them that you think are quite exciting Whose shows you look forward to going to Um Ole, House of Ole oh, yeah. I think he always does something different and fresh um, And he's always trying to yeah, change what he he did the year before, previous year, and I like how he's been mixing the art medium into his garment. Mm. So it's art means fashion, and I'm I'm really enjoying that. And I'm enjoy I'm enjoying also when he introduced the woman's line. Yeah, because a lot of people are like, oh, always he think dresses men. men, and and I think what he's managed to do with uh the 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 
the clothing line that's meant for women is that you realize his uh, repertoire is quite extensive. Yeah, actually. it is. He's he not can do just a lot. One, yeah, yeah exactly. he's not a one man show. Yeah. Um, and he's such a nice guy. Super nice. <laughs> um, I love Tula. Tula is mm. still my main. I went to school with him. Shout out to my main. Um, <laughs> but I also think he was able to carve his niche. Yeah. Um, he's not for everyone. He knows exactly who he's designing for mm. and that type of woman. And I think he does it well. I think when you put on a Tula Cindy dress, it cinches you in all the right places. Exactly. And you feel pretty. You feel like yeah. really pretty. I mean, also, if you think about it, Diane von Furstenberg was known for creating the wrap dress. Yeah. Okay. And it has been her signature. She does many other things, but the wrap dress is, is her DVF. signature. And I think the shift dress in South Africa has become Tula's. He, it really is. He owns Owns that aesthetic owns and women know no matter what age you are, whether you're in your twenties, your forties or your fifties, that when you arrive and you put this on and you put a chulas in this shift dress on, it's going to it's be It's gonna be amazing. amazing. Yeah. Um who else am I loving? I love Rich Nisi. Mm. I like his experimental style. He's also a really great guy. A really, really nice, sweet guy. But I think he also, this whole gender fluid thing, I think he's pulling it off nicely. Mm. Um, and he has beautiful shapes and beautiful silhouettes. And he also pushes the limit a little bit. So mm. I'm really, really loving Rich mm. as well. So it's quite an interesting uh, group of people that you've chosen. I noticed something. They All of them are men. There's no women. Wow. <laughs> is there a why? I don't think yes. there is there. Is there? I don't think there is. I think those are the people that just immediately stuck out in my mind. At the at the, at the time. Right now. Okay. Yeah. And I know I'm gonna be like, Oh, what am I gonna cry? And I'm like, Of course, what about <laughs> Oh, Palisa Mokubo. Um, I think she's I'm been I'm glad in... I put you under pressure. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, she's been in the game for a minute, but yeah, I just also, I think I also tend to gravitate to people that I don't only like their clothes, but I like them as human beings. Yes. And then I'm able to see that via their clothing. Yeah. I think she's an amazing, yeah, she's an amazing stylist. She's an amazing designer. Um, yeah, I really loved her last collection. Yeah, yeah. She's, what I like about her is that through the years, for those of us who've been going to Fashion Week forever now, is that she not only has evolved, but yeah. has stuck to the her guns in terms yeah. of what she does. Yeah, exactly. So what certain people do is that they'll veer off into other lanes because they're you're panicking. Like, yeah. Because they're seeing other people do something else, and she has just been like, you know what? This is who I am. This, is, this what is what I, I do. do. And she just and I'm quite happy yeah. with that. You know. So she's yeah, definitely love her. Definitely. Thank <laughs> 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 <Like> God. <laughs> <laughs> With only 10 minutes to go I'm still talking to um, Pumi Singoto Am I saying it properly? That's right Singoto 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 I'm trying to My boyfriend says My my, my course is really bad <laughs> <laughs> So this just proves that <laughs> Pumi is uh, a fashion editor Fashion stylist A mother You can follow her on Instagram At MPU underscore M-E Or on Twitter at M-P-U-M-Z right. Is it Twitter and uh, Facebook? Yeah It's okay. Twitter Yeah Instagram um, On What? Facebook I think I'm just Mpumi Mpumi Sumato Mpumi Tintili Sumato Okay How do you balance And then I, I, we'll talk about World of Staples as a close But how do you balance Your work And your life? How do you How do you make sure That you are there For your husband? That you practice self-care for yourself That you see your girlfriends That you see, How do you 
How do you do it? Uh, to be quite honest, I think self-care is something that I've been totally missing. Yeah. Um, and something that I said I'm specifically going to chase this year. Yeah. Same, um, same here. Yeah, I think I've always been about the family or work, the family or work. Um, yeah. It's always a hard balance. I don't think you ever have a balance, mm. but you try to do the best that you can. I think it's really that and, and it's help and creating a schedule. Like this year we woke up and we put like a whole schedule on the board and we're like, Monday, Mpumi does this and Amonga <laughs> does this. And I'm just trying to create a little bit more order in the house. But yeah, it's literally hands. It's... It's just helping one another I can't really say that I balance it To some degree Me I think of myself last All of the time mm. And I'm really trying to To say hey Okay I understand I'm a mother of four And I'm a wife And I'm I'm in this industry But there's also me That I need to take care of And I yeah. think that's very very important Yeah I unfortunately uh, In the last year Also um, <laughs> Fell off my own list <laughs> And it shows, you know. It does. Like, it shows. Like I haven't worked out, and I, I feel it. I see it. Nobody has to tell me. You know, there was a point I was eating in the car. <laughs> you know what I mean? I used to think, who are these losers? <laughs> you don't have time to sit properly and <laughs> but eat. But you like, but you are. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, putting on like my mascara in, in, in the, the car. car, and I'm, I've realized that it's okay not. To be sometimes some days are seventy percent days. Yeah, and I'm okay with seventy percent. Yeah, like I truly believe that in order for me to start caring for myself, and I'm sure you're like that as well. You've got to be conscious about it. Yeah, you've you got to, to do things for your for, for yourself, yourself, right? For yeah. yourself. So it, it's a lesson for me and for me and everybody else uh, listening. Self care, guys. Self care. Self care. It's, it's important. It's the theme for this year. It really is. I really, it really think is. most of us. Realize we spent the past two years also weird. Yeah, there's a lot was going on. I was just like, you know, it's and I think so many of us this year are just like, let me get it together. Yeah, I don't know, but I started it so like on a positive note. I'm like, this is gonna be my year. Yeah, exactly. Like, and that's why when I was thinking of like the first few people that I want on the show, I mean, you're like the third guest, and it's all like friends and people I know, and we are. I just want to say like. Here's the team, the people who are awesome, you know? Yeah. And we can all try and be a little bit better. You know what I mean? Okay, so let's before we wrap before we wrap up with Mpumi. Mpumi. Every woman in fact, let's do for men and women. Okay. Okay. Every person has things that they think they need in their wardrobe, but very rarely do you get a stylist to tell you. So what are the five things a woman should have in her wardrobe and the men should have in her wardrobe? Once again, Bumi, this is not, you shouldn't be, guys don't listen to Bumi and now go think, yeah, I, I wore it and it wasn't right. These are just uh, things to help you, yeah. you know, carve your way around uh, the wardrobe and the you know, people say dress like a boss, dress the way you want people to to perceive you. To perceive yeah. you. So it's important. Yeah. So just the five staples, the five things that men and women should have. Five for each. Um, I think the key is always to get classic items. So mm-hmm. whether I'm wearing it in 2018 or whether I'm wearing it in 2024, nobody should be able to pick that up. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you can always do that via a, a white shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's always <laughs> always it, that always. is the uh, number one thing. A white shirt can go. From the 
the boardroom to the party. To, to the party, yeah. you know what I mean? You can style it up, you can style it down, um, but you can also play with it. So a lot of white shirts now, it's about the interesting detail that you put onto yeah. it um, and the shape that you put onto it. So definitely a white skirt. I heard you speak of jeans and you're saying jeans aren't for everyone, but I feel like there is a fit for everyone. Yeah. I, I really do. So if you have a banging pair of jeans, when you put them on and you step into a pair of heels and you look cute, I think everybody should own a banging pair of So jeans. maybe after the show, you'll give me some tips about where to go. Yes, yes. Because I need to And know then where just to go. actually have them adjusted to you. You know yeah. what I mean? That's the other option to do. Um, I think a very classic outerwear, so like okay. a trench coat or that type of thing for winter. It doesn't have to be too heavy or too light, but I think for men and women, if you have like a staple beautiful coat, mm-hmm. I think that's something that you should always have. In fact, I think the first three items could go either or. Yeah. Like it a guy can have a white shirt, jeans, jeans and, you know, and a coat. coat yeah. Um, men. Suit man, every man has to. I like, I don't understand men who don't know their suit size. Yeah. They'll, they'll be like, suit size, and they'll be like, medium. And I'll be like, no, we'll get fitted for suits. You know, like, am I 38? Am I 36? You know what I mean? Yeah. Know your suit size, have a suit that fits you like a glove. I yeah. think there's nothing better than a tailored suit on a man. Um, women, there's gotta be those pair of pumps that literally. You can wear, like you said, you can wear into the boardroom, but you can also wear out with the girls' night out. Yeah, um, yeah. A classic plump, a beautiful classic plump. Yeah. Doesn't have to be red bottoms, but yeah. Yeah, because I know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, we know you want what you want, but a shoe's a shoe's a shoe. A shoe's a shoe's a shoe. It doesn't have to be red bottoms. It doesn't have to be red bottoms. It doesn't have to be red bottoms. What are we on now, man? A, a you sort of mixed it around. I'm a mixing. Watch. A watch. I am such a believer in a good watch. In a good man. watch. It can literally make a, a guy sexy. Really? You would be looking and at him like, the wrist on be like, okay, yes, okay. Yes. Yeah, and, it, and the timepiece is something to actually invest in, you yeah. know, like, yeah. it also appreciates. Um, so I think a timepiece. Yeah. Every man should have a really yeah. beautiful timepiece. Yeah. What are we on? What are we on? Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Three more items. Three more, three more. I'm a bag Woman yeah. Bags I was waiting for you to say bags. that <laughs> So bags. there are There are three things I spend Money on Okay First is Watches Love watches Love watches Like a timepiece Yeah Obviously um, uh, A bag A bag A bag <laughs> Is one of them um, and great and good shoes. Not not when I say good shoes, I don't mean expensive yeah. shoes. Good shoes. I mean shoes that are meant for you. Yeah. Where you're not gonna, you know, it's not going to be a corn type situation. Shoes that fit, that look good. That's what I spend money on. But yes, bags. Bags. Yes. Um, and I don't think. Again with gags, I wouldn't I wouldn't follow trends, but I would follow those classic bags, like classic leather, beautiful bags. And again, not everybody has to have an LV. Um, <laughs> it'd be great if you could all afford. Oh, I mean, the, who doesn't the want that? The, the, the the you know yes. what I mean? Um, we're not all there, but yeah, just a beautiful classic bag. I think it can add to anything. Yeah, literally. So before you mention your last two items, this is another thing that I want to say that. <laughs> If you can't afford the real thing, do not Don't get buy it. the fake. Just leave it. Just leave it. Until you can. Leave it. Yeah, just leave it. Just until you can do it. Just get another nicer bag, people. That's it. That's it. That's the, it. The fake. <laughs> Aye, aye, aye. 
Me, it's my philosophy. Like, I would love, right now, I would love a Givenchy or Prada bag. You know what I mean? But the truth is, I do not have a thousand dollars. I don't swear. have it. So, you know what? I'm going to love it on the people who can. Yes. And say, Lord, one day you'll bless me. With that bag. <laughs> Until then, let me stick. Okay, you know with I mean? the ones. Yeah. yeah. Because you, you know, it's not good. Let's not. Let's <laughs> not. Okay, the last two items. That's two trainers. Um, um, trainers. Trainers. A really cute pair of trainers. Um, I think you can play. I think that's also depending on your personality. So I don't want to say a specific type, but yeah. trainers again, you can wear them with something more juicy, but you can also just rock them with a pair of jeans. So. Yeah, and and you know what I love, but you know I like sort of Air Force ones. I'm a sneakerhead as much as I I'm like heels. Is it's important to realize you don't have to go to a concert in high heels. No, we know you want to do the most, Why? but I you can wear flats. Yeah. I'm like, where are you Why going? Why are you hurting yourself like this? Exactly. And then I wanted to. You haven't said anything about an LBD. You don't think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's. I I don't think it has to be black anymore. Yeah, I think it can be a little red dress or a little yellow dress. I think. Yeah, I don't think specifically has to be black anymore. So the last item. So we've got a white shirt, jeans, a trench coat, pumps for men, a timepiece suit, a bag, uh, and trainers, and then one more thing that everybody needs in the wardrobe. The dress that you're talking about yeah. The dress that can be worn in different ways So not specifically a color But yeah, that can be dressed up And can be dressed down That can yeah. be paired up That can be paired down That dress that just fits your body yeah. The way that it should The freakum dress is Beyonce <laughs> you, you know what When I mean. you walk out, you're like Yeah, y'all better like <laughs> feel me <laughs> So for me, somebody who's listening now They want to use your stylist services They want to book you to... Um, Either clear out their closet or even shoot with you. Uh, where can they get a hold of you? Please remember, it's an uh, email address that you don't mind people yeah. re- reading out on air. Because if you do, then not a problem. Yeah. You can hit me up on Bumi dot Sunoto, so that's S I N X O T O at gmail dot com. If you need anything, um, yeah, that's where you'll find me. Okay, let me read that out to you again. It's M P U M I dot S I N X O T O at Gmail dot com. That's correct. Bumi, it has been such a pleasure having you. Thank here. you. Thank you for having um, me. You will come back again, again, again. Please. And then Had again. too much fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. Let's practice soft cake. Keep making people beautiful. Thank it, you. It, it, it means a lot. And keep doing what you do. What <laughs> Thank you, do. you. Thank you. As long as I have other women like you and other people to support me, you know what? There's nothing we can't get through. So you can uh, tell your friends who are not able to listen to this live to download the podcast on cliffcentral.com or go to our Facebook page, uh, Living It Up with me, Lerato Shabalala. You can also follow me on Twitter and on Instagram. It's at Lerato TJ. You can do the same with Mpumi on Instagram. She's MPU underscore M E. And on Twitter, it's at M-P-U-M-Z. Thank you very much, everybody. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Welcome to the good life. You're tuned into Living It Up with me, Lerato Shabala. We are up and live every Thursday from 12 until 1 here on ClipCentral.com. Life. Better than the life I live. This is CliffCentral.com.